Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, the video broadcast. Okay. Right. The video. I am Ron Kolick, and she, of course, is the lovely Miss Anne. Is that what you want to know? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Hi. <laughs> Good evening. I'm Hello. Just in your ear. That would be Hello. Different. How yes. how is everybody doing? I feel like I've been gone way too long. Forever. Way I too have been long. gone forever. Right. Yeah, and I'm I'm back. It's like the sun has fried your brains there for a while. <laughs> I, oh, my. You've been replaced you know, by by a, one of those things from the pods that came out. Okay. Aliens, you know. The aliens have replaced me. Yeah, evidently. In my absence. Because you're not oh. you. You're somebody else. <laughs> I'm getting a little nervous here. Well, I am very happy to be back. Uh, work duties, unfortunately, have called me away in the last month. But uh, today was the last day of school. Yay! Yep. <laughs> Kids everywhere are joyous, and uh, so. So you'll be here next things week, right? Well, yeah. Things should slow down no. a little bit. Um, Oh, I don't know. Am I here next week? No. I, I, I forget. <laughs> but I promise I'll be back. Someday. I haven't left. So. Someday. I'm telling you, they replaced it. So here we are. I yep. apparently have crossed. So what are we, what are we the doing pod. the show on today, anyways? Uh, I'm hmm. not sure. Let me um, ask. Let me ask. I'll ask. I think. Hmm. Yep. There might be something in back of us that is a dead giveaway of our show this evening. Right, because we're going to be doing it on. Talking boards, Ouija boards, spirit Ouija boards, boards. Yes. dowsing, whatever. Yes. Okay. Yes. So before we get right into the meat of this matter, um, we have a cemetery tripping because... We do. Mm -hmm. I know. We didn't have one last month. So uh, this month we are going to visit a place where I was recently, um, I vacationed over Replaced. the Memorial Day holiday. And not at the cemetery, but we were we were in that area. So, Russ, sure. if you could please roll the cemetery tripping from Winchenden, Massachusetts. Welcome to Cemetery Tripping, where I will feature a different cemetery in each episode that I hope you will seek out and enjoy as much as I do. As an avid taphophile, or lover of tombstones, I spend a lot of time in the local New England area in the beautiful and historic cemeteries we have here. The stones here are like no others, and I have literally thousands of pictures of the intricate and symbolic carvings found on them. You can see my pictures on Facebook by doing a search for Cemetery Tripping. Today we will go cemetery tripping in New Boston Cemetery in Winchenden, Massachusetts, dating to 1791. This cemetery initially had me stumped, as I was seemingly unable to get to it by car, since it is located in the woods of the Lake Denison Recreational Area behind many gated roads. So I went in by foot, accompanied by my sister-in-law Mary Ann, about a mile into the woods. As we walked, she told me that New Boston was a village that was practically erased from existence to make room for the 1940s Birch Hill Dam flood control project. There was a great flood of 1936, the worst flood in the state's history, which necessitated the need to build dams so this would not happen again. This cemetery, which lies within the Otter River State Forest, is just about all that is left of the town. There are still paved roads there, and you can imagine the front yards and daily lives of the people who once lived there when you see clumps of lilac trees dotting the landscape along the way. We turned off the main paved road and continued down a dirt road with my GPS stating that we had reached the destination. And there in front of us lay New Boston Cemetery. The old stone pillars are all that is left of the front gates of the cemetery and someone had left little fairy houses atop each pillar. 
The cemetery is not large, spread over a large field in the middle of the woods on what must have been a main road through the town. While there was not a great deal of ornamentation on the graves there, there were some that had beautiful willow and urn carvings, shaking hands, and one little lamb. I loved the details on one carving of what looked to me to be sons, and the beautiful script on the older graves tells us that there must have been a talented local carver. One marker, cracked down the middle, boasted a triple tympanum, but was nearly illegible due to biological growth. The female names of choice in this area seem to be Olive and Chloe, as I saw them five or six times throughout the cemetery. We spoke with some people who were visiting the cemetery to tend family graves on Memorial Day, and they told us that there was a high rate of vandalism there due to the remote location, and many stones had been irreparably damaged over the years and had been removed. If you are in the area and would like to hike in, it's an easy walk on mostly paved roads. If you'd rather drive in, we did discover a road, finally, at the back of the parking lot that leads out to the cemetery. Of course, we found it after we visited. But everyone could always use a nice walk. Happy cemetery tripping, my friends. Wow. And we're back. So that's where so, you went? Yes. It's, cool. uh, it was pretty crazy because the, the funny thing about that cemetery was I said, okay, um, you know, going to head out and I have my cemetery book and uh, hop in the car and I drive out of the campground and I'm, so I'm following um, my phone GPS and it has me basically go to the next entrance, which is the recreational area for the campground. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I get in there and um, the road it wants me to take a left on is a gated road. And I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> so then I thought, well, uh, maybe I can get in from the other side. So I followed the road a little further, took a road in on the other side, there's another gate. So um, that's how I ended up hiking in. And it's not, it's not much of a hike, it's just a walk. So, uh, so at the very end of it all, we realized, <laughs> oh look, if you drive all the way to the parking lot, you can, there's a road that leads out. Because we kept, as we were walking, people were driving by us. And I'm like, where are they coming from? How are they getting in here? So, um, but it is a neat cemetery. It's in the middle of the woods. Uh, and uh, it was just cool. It was a cool find. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad I found it. <laughs> you know why so. cemeteries have fences around them, right? No, why? Because people are dying to get in. Oh, you're so funny. It's okay. as old as I am, maybe That's twice why as old. Everybody watches us because mm -hmm. of Ron's great I'm sense that old? of humor. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, what Ouija board—that's what we're here to talk about. Yes. And uh, if there's somebody who knows anything about Ouija board, it's it's Robert Murch. Absolutely. The chairman of the board, as yes. he likes to call himself. Yes. Although yes. I do know a few other. Uh, uh, collectors besides him. Mm -hmm. I wanna, you've met uh, Jason Robito before. Yes. Robito yep. Oh, he had a fabulous collection. Yeah. He spoke at Spirit Quest two years ago. Yep. Jason Robito, and yep. he was he was great. He ha he also has an amazing collection of Ouija boards. Mm -hmm. um, and his wife is a witch. Ah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know yeah. a lot of people who are witches. So. Yeah. They're nice people. So do I. <laughs> I'm sure you do too. Mm. Um, some, yeah, some are nicer than others, but, um, yeah, so, and, and then Brandon Hodges does the planchettes, which is the, the planchette, and I know probably most people watching this, but there may be some people who don't know. This is a planchette. You want me to hold that um, since you're not? Um, well, you, sure, if we want to get a close-up of the planchette. Um. <laughs> this is a planchette. Oh, you know what? I think we moved the camera. <laughs> This is Hold a planchette. There you go. There you go. Uh, so anyways, all right, give me back my planchette. Okay. Fine. All right. All right. Here we are. So anyways, Brandon Hodges collects the various planchettes because there's as many planchettes as there are Ouija boards. So... I think the planchettes predated the Ouija board. They did. They mm. did. Because the planchettes actually... Um, and you know what? We have a picture of this. No, um, really? I believe. Um, Check your picture. Let me look on my list. Yeah, do um, that. There should be, uh, is just a picture entitled Planchette, Russ. Um, and they were used for automatic writing. 
before they were used as the tool that you put on your little Ouija board. Mm -hmm. um, no, I don't know if we can find the picture. Two weeks ago, I mean two years ago, I think, on Ouija board, we did a class on the automatic writing, and I made automatic writing planchettes mm -hmm. for everyone. Oh, that was la that was just last year. Was that last year? Yes, that was oh. last year. That was last year. Ah, there's the planchette. Yeah. So, and if you can see in the front of this picture, I know people who are listening can't see the picture. Um, there a is pen or pencil. there is the planchette, and in the the pointy part, the front part of the planchette, which is what you know points towards the letters, um, there is a pen. So, it used to be that you know it would write you messages, mm -hmm. um, and that I believe that picture is like from 1886. I don't wow. have the date on it with me. I'm sorry. That's okay. So, uh, yeah, one of the predates the actual Ouija board. Mm. So, uh, but all, uh, there is a very big history behind the Ouija board. And since we couldn't have our friend, um, Robert Murch here, to talk to us about the history, and I know he's had a lot of health issues the last couple of years. Hopefully he's doing better. He's moving too. Um, Oh no! Mm. Oh no! Uh, we uh, hopped on. Uh, I hopped onto our our good friend YouTube uh, and found a show with a, another good friend, Jeff Belanger, uh, who did an interview with Robert Murch, and he explains a little bit about the history of the Ouija board. So, Russ, if we could please roll the clip from it says Robert Murch. Because you're more of a historian. Yes. You don't right. necessarily use these things. Yeah, no, I actually don't. I have, um, like you said, about 300 different boards and mm -hmm. probably about five to 600 total because I have duplicates and, and different versions. Right. And um, I don't play them, I, um, but the doorway to hell has never opened up in my house. So <laughs> what, we, what we know of is that um, Ouija was the first mass marketed talking board. So in 1886, you have the first homemade talking boards. Right. And in 1890, you have the patent being filed for the first talking board, which meant that there were a bunch of people who decided that they could make money off of this and decided to mass market it. And that was the birth of the Ouija board. So you have 1890, you have a man named Elijah Bond, who was also a patent attorney, helped him get a patent through, which had already been invented four years before. Right. Um, and, you know, he hooked up with a bunch of people. He sold his um, patent, which I'm sure he was very sorry for later on. And uh, uh, these people took their money, pulled it together, and made other things other than Ouija boards. But their number one product, the Kennard Novelty Company, was the Ouija board. Right. So the uh, and and we have a we have the actual stencil. Uh, Bob sent us the, uh, the picture here. Check this out. This sure. is a uh, that's the original stencil for the original board, right? Yep. And and what you notice on that is that there's a cutout at the top where it would say Ouija, and that's because later on the Ouija has tons of drama, and uh, you don't really need a uh, soap opera. It's basically its own soap opera. Uh, William Fold, who took over the company about a year after it started, mm -hmm. his brother, who worked with them as well, um, ended up splitting with um, William Fold, and he went on Isaac Fold to make Oriel boards, and he actually took those original stencils, cut out the word Ouija because he couldn't use. And uh, made oriel boards. Right. It was it was always sold as a novelty and an amusement. Right. Um, and but I, I think they were very aware that it was done that way. So they they walked a fine line. They could they didn't sell it as something to communicate. They sold it as a fortune telling device or a divination tool, but not in the sense that you directly spoke to a spirit. And, and in, in fact, the early Ouija boards, we have um, kind of directions where they would say, you would ask the Ouija a question. So you would say, Ouija, tell me about my future. And uh, I think what happened was, is that World War I hit, all of a sudden people started talking. Everyone had someone who died in their family and wanted to know what was happening so far away. There was no communications, there were no right. cell phones. This is the first wireless device right here. We right. have this idea in our head of how they're supposed to be used, and we all hear the stories. Yeah. Everyone has a Ouija board story. And so um, if you think they're bad and you, they scare you, I would say don't use them. But and there you have it. You know, I was just thinking, I've known Bob for like, God, it's like almost over 20 years. Wow. Seriously, is this 2016? Well, maybe not quite 20, but uh, on the original Ghost Chronicles on WCCM, he was one of my first guests. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Along with the guy who used to predict your death. Really? Yeah. He wasn't too Who was that? 
<laughs> he wasn't too bad. He, he had a doll that would predict people's deaths. Oh, that's just too cool. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, it was like, was it like a, a, a Charlie McCarthy, you know, like a... a no, it was made from coffin wood. Ventriloquist dummy or... No. No? Oh. Yeah. A little doll, like a China... What kind of doll? It was made of coffin wood. Oh. Yeah. Coffin wood. All yeah. right. And it would predict uh, people's steps. Oh, okay. And we had to call in, you know, if you wanted to know when you were going to die, you could call in and we would tell Oh, them. no. But That's awful. Nobody called in. That's <laughs> amazing. It's amazing how that happened. I don't know. So I, I liked that uh, Robert Murch talked about, uh, you know what, if you're not, if, if you're not comfortable using it, and, mm -hmm. and he doesn't even, he just collects the boards. Yeah. He does not. I don't know what the word is, well, use, play. He does not utilize the Ouija boards at all. Um, He's been known. Yeah, but if, I don't know. If you go on YouTube, in fact, you, mm -hmm. can, you can see when uh, uh, Penatella was mm -hmm. in Salem with, uh, with uh, Christian Day and Sean Poirier and uh, some of the gang, and they did the Ouija board. And uh, it's, it's a pretty interesting thing to see. Mm -hmm. It was for Showtime, you know, Showtime. Oh, yeah. my God. Yep. No, so that, 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 was that is old. Go mm. on, go on, uh, go <laughs> on the uh, YouTube, look up uh, Penn and & Teller and Ouija Board, and uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, you, want, right. you want to watch it. It's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, I did like that he said, if you're not comfortable using it, don't use it. Exactly. Just don't, don't use it, and, mm -hmm. and that's fine. And it kind of leads me into, you know, something that I just wanted to talk about for a minute, in that um, there's all kinds of tools we use mm -hmm. in our investigations and with spirit communication. Uh, the first tool, one of the first tools that I have had is, mm. uh, you know, the pendulum. Oh. And this is my very first pendulum. Yes, that Van Helsing showed me how to use because I, I always have it. to put that in. I wasn't going to mention I don't say it. He's going to say it. I wasn't mentioning it. So here's my beautiful uh, rose quartz uh, pendulum. Mm -hmm. And this is a form of spirit communication. And when I use this, oh, look, we got a close-up. Isn't look it pretty? At, good job. Uh, and it's got a little dragonfly on the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we probably, that's probably too small to see. But anyways, so... Just like in the grave in your uh, cemetery trip. Right. Mm. Right. Yes, that's right. So on the grave in my cemetery. Attention. He was paying attention. So I use my pendulum as a tool for spirit communication. When I use this pendulum, I ask yes or no questions, and my pendulum reacts accordingly. So I might ask the first question I might ask, um, is there anyone here that wants to speak with us this evening. Right. It's generally the first thing I say. And then I might ask, are you male or female? Uh, and so forth. So the questions are basically designed to be answered with a yes or a no. And yes for me is uh, a, a clockwise, uh, my, uh, it rotates clockwise. And then no is, is vertically, it swings back and forth, okay, up and down. So that is, I'm asking questions and I'm getting answers based on my pendulum. Mm -hmm. Now my, my second tool that I use, and many, many people use this, a uh, voice recorder to capture EVPs, mm -hmm. electronic voice phenomenon, right? So what do I do with this? I ask questions. I can ask any kind of question I want with this, mm -hmm. but if we're gonna follow the same line. Is there anyone here who would like to speak to us what is your name hmm. where do you live you what year female? is it yeah, so thing, you know yeah. we ramble on with our questions and they're recorded here we listen to them later and see if we can hear anybody talking who wasn't present when we were there okay so that's my that's my second tool and then I have my third tool um, which is a Ouija board and what do we do with the Ouija board? We ask questions. We can ask a yes or a no question. 
we can have things spelled out for us. Oh, I guess I can pick this up. Well, we kind of had the Ouija board up behind us, so we don't really need to see what it looks like, but there it is. Yeah. You know, we say hello, we say goodbye. Uh, so really, how is it any different if we're using a Ouija board or we're using a voice recorder or we're using a pendulum? They're all tools of spirit communication. But people are afraid of the Ouija board. People are terrified of the Ouija board. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess... I guess that's lost on me. I, I consider well, it it's not really. another tool. When you think about the way Hollywood portrays it, and I think we have a clip called The Witchboard. Oh, we do. So can we play that <laughs> clip and maybe we can understand why people are afraid of the uh, Ouija board. Okay. <laughs> so can we play that clip now? David? Are you here? Can you hear me? It began at a party. <laughs> it was only a game. David, will you return to the living one day? Bullshit. Careful, Jim, you're upsetting David. David, are you all right? Yeah, he's all right. He's just a little dead, that's all. Shut up, Jim! What's he gonna do, haunt me? This is Brandon. I just realized I left my Ouija there the other night. I'm having some friends over Sunday and they want to use it. Besides, I want to contact David and see if he's calmed down yet. David, are you here? Are you still angry at Jim? David, where are you? Man, don't tell me you bought that crap with Brandon and Edward. Oh, please. Poor David, you should know how to hold a grudge, don't you? I want to bring a medium by your apartment as soon as possible to exercise the spirit. Okay, we we'll stop this ghosts. David, where are you? You! Did you cause that accident at the site? David, don't lie to me. When someone uses a Ouija alone, like Linda, She's very susceptible to the spirits she contacts. And the wrong spirit will take advantage of this. Pretty soon, all she wants to do is use the board. And once that's done, he's able to possess her. Linda has made contact. Linda, unlock the door. David is here. And he's playing for real. It isn't. Why people are afraid of the Ouija board. Exactly. So I have right here, by the way, if you can uh, zoom in on that, you will see that this is the actual replica. <laughs> the actual replica. <laughs> actual replica. Of, of the, the Ouija board? board used in the movie Witchboard, which ah. is pretty odd because they never made it. You think that would, they would have made, uh, how come we can't zoom in on this, please? <laughs> <laughs> there we zoomy, go. Zoomy, zoomy, there we go. Which camera am I? Oh, here we are. That way. That uh, way. There yep. we go. Now we go. Yeah, you can see the uh, markings on that. And mm -hmm. That's uh, exactly. Woo. So that was made specifically for that movie? That board? Not. This is a replica of the one used well, in the Well, I know it's yeah. a replica, but I mean that style. Yeah, it was absolutely made for that movie. Ah, okay. So, um, And you'll notice it does not say Ouija at the top. It doesn't say it, anything. It, it doesn't, yeah. It just, it just has the, uh, it has a demonic looking um, Cupid. You think they would have? You think <laughs> you think they would have made you know a ton of these? They could have made a, a bunch of money on it, right? Yeah. But uh, they didn't. So oh wow! Well, you go. Amazing. Yep. But it was it was the Hollywoodification, uh, you know, um, of the Ouija board, which happened in the seventies, mm -hmm. 
And it, it happened actually, and we have this in a clip that's coming up in a few minutes. Uh, a surprise in the Exorcist. In The Exorcist, because that oh. was how the demon came into the child and possessed so her. So are we going to play this clip? was through a Ouija board. So are we going to play uh, this clip? Well, do we want to play it right now? or Is this just about the Ouija Exorcist? No. It's not just about that movie. Oh, okay. It just, it just mentions it. All right, that's fine. So, anyways, um, yeah, that's how I got a bum rap. I mean, when I started doing spectral evidence in Salem every October, we did it for 13 years. When I first did my first one, um, I would ask, how many people here think the Ouija board is evil? And I'd get about 90% at that first one. Mm -hmm. And last year, when I did it, there was, I'd say, maybe 50-50. Oh, okay. So it has changed over the division. years. Yeah. And of course, you know, we just had another Ouija board movie. Yes, which, yes, uh, of course. Robert Murch uh, actually consulted on consulted that. Consulted on Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyways, we've got a lot of other stuff, and we're going to tell you how to properly use the Ouija board when we come back. Mm -hmm. So we are going to go to the Paranormal News with uh, Nathan Mayer. Yes, we are. Welcome to Paranormal News. I'm Nathan Mayer, your host. This month I have four stories for you. The Antikytheria mechanism, an ancient computer discovered over a hundred years ago in 1900 off the coast of Greece, has just been decoded according to collective evolution. The ancient computer is thought by researchers that have been used to predict ellipses, uh, track the movement of the sun, moon, and stars, and track the positions of five planets, Mercury, Vin Venus, Mars, and Jupiter, and Saturn, that were known to Greek astronomers over 2,000 years ago. The computer is actually a mechanical device that used bronze gears, and many historians agree that the device was fashioned between 60 BCE and 200 BCE. Researchers believe the device was made uh, on the island of Rhodes, and others like it have also been made. The second story is on uh, May 9th, workers during remodeling struck a lead and bronze coffin with their shovels while digging up a home's concrete garage floor and called authorities. The unidentified girl with blonde, long blonde hair still holding a red rose in her right hand appeared to be about three. It's, a belie it's believed she is one of 30,000 people who are buried at the Old Oddfellow Cemetery in San Francisco, which was active between 1860 and 1890. The bodies were moved to a common burial plot in coma around 1920, after all the city's graveyards were ordered closed to make way for the living, and somehow this girl was left behind. She was from a family of means, indicated by the high-end coffin and styling. Odd fellows agreed to arrange for her reburial. Now on to five things TV doesn't tell you about para-investigations. Paranormal investigation doesn't always mean you believe in ghosts, just that you're interested in how things work or happen. It is a dangerous job, even though some places might be haunted, doesn't mean it has a safe environment like moldy and crumbling buildings and outdoors with wildlife. And it's horribly boring 90% of the time. <laughs> when you have to review everything, you have to hear yourself and see yourself do everything all over again. That's torturous for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> the people you help can be weird as heck when they only want to believe what they want to believe and not think of, of any logical explanations. People can become difficult and seem out there. But after all is said and done, it can be fun and this ho uh, hobby can be enjoyable. The last story is about a juror that had to be excused from a trial. 
in a letter sent to the Justice Glenn Pullman of Court of Queen's Bench, an unnamed juror asked to be dismissed from the Lucas Dracer Heard homicide trial because she claimed to be an intuitive and a medium, and that the victim's ghost had appeared to her with information that she believed would compromise her neutrality. And in the letter, she went on to explain that she was not asking the judge to believe in the paranormal, but had felt it necessary to explain how this experience had affected her mentally and physically. Following a counsel consultation, Pullman agreed and opted to excuse her from her jury duty. And I want to thank Ron for this wonderful background behind me and wish him a late belated happy Father's Day. Now back to Ron and Ann. What? Huh? Huh? When did it happen? What? Does Jan know that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank, thank you. Thank you, Nate, with the paranormal news. You know what's really interesting is, is that last story that Nate uh, talked about, uh, that there was a time when they allowed that evidence. Um, oh. A husband killed his wife. And uh, the mother had dreams, and the, the woman came to her in her dreams, and she went to the trial and told him, and uh, he was convicted. Really? I believe it's the Greenbri Greenbrier's Ghost. If you check it up on the uh, internet, and it, they, they actually have a plaque in the town where you can, it, it notes it that he was convicted by a ghost. I've never heard of that. That's pretty crazy. Anyway, as wow. promised, we're going to talk about how to properly use uh, the Ouija board. Yes. So right. how are we going to so, do that? All right. We've, we've, we've swiped another clip directly from 30-odd minutes and Jeff Belanger. We've highlighted another clip. Oh, um, we've highlighted. I highlighted. Yes. Highlighted. It's all on YouTube. Yeah. So uh, Jeff on this particular clip is speaking with Karen Dahlman who uh, uses, no, she's oh, not dead. Okay. She uses the, the Ouija boards uh, in, in, you know, in her practice, uh, as opposed to kind of Robert Murch, who collects them. Mm -hmm. So if we can roll the clip with Karen Dahlman, please. And I, I believe it happens around the 70s with, with William Peter Blatty's The Exorcist, the book and exactly. then the movie. Uh, there's a very short clip in the movie where um, Reagan's talking to Captain Howdy by herself on the board, and that's the kind of the, the, the story device used to get the demon into the little girl. And then from there, all hell breaks loose, and we know what unfolds, head spinning around and so on. Um, and, and from there, the reputation starts to get dark. And like I said, it's really polarizing. Were you at all scared, Karen, when you were a kid? Were you scared at all uh, to stay away from this thing? What, what made you keep coming back to it? I know I wasn't afraid of it ever. Uh, I, you know, I've always had experiences with the different kinds of entities without the board, so I was never never afraid of it. Um, I, but but I learned to use it with uh, great care and and respect for myself and others in the space when I'm doing it, because I have seen some um, not so pleasant things happen. I can't say anything really bad like like the witch board or or, or exorcist or anything of that nature. Although I do believe you can bring some spirits in and, and, and pull them down. You know, that normal Rockwell picture was great because it shows that Ouija was really an acceptable, um, fun thing you did in the parlor, you did with your friends. It, it was, was, was no, no big deal until it was demonized in the 70s, as you mentioned. And I, I still see it being thought of that way. Um, and that's, you know, I have, it's something that I really want to educate people on, that it's just a divination tool, and it's something that can be used as, as a way just to uh, a little deeper, deepen your life, deepen your meaning and understanding of things. Plus, it can be used to, um, you know, help uh, spirits that are lost, that, that are stuck. I've done quite a few, you want to call them exorcisms, I wouldn't really call them that, but, but help them see that they're dead and to move on to the light. They have to move on as well. It's very important that you set an intention, and the intention is to have only that which comes from the space of knowledge, universal truth, white light, and you surround yourself with that, with that image of the white light. You surround yourself with your intentions and your words. And the Ouija, because it, it's just an opening, and it does, it's, it's nothing but an opening, you can shut that down. You either can walk away, put it away, or you can protect it and say, nothing can come through this space but that which I allow. And if something comes through you don't want, put it away walk away from it. And that happens sometimes. 
about Ouija 2, it's not accurate. It's not 100% accurate, just like we're not. You know, it, um, because of free will, things can change in the future. Um, so because Ouija said this is going to happen doesn't mean that's going to happen. It just means this is right now the indication of the direction you're going, and this could be an op- a possibility or an opportunity or a feasibility to the way things are going for you. But doesn't assume mean it will be. So you come to use Ouija as not a panacea, not an end all, but more as a tool again. Well, there you go. Okay, and and you know I I I agree is that you have to define when you're when you're doing your Ouija board session who you're going to allow in. You set the boundaries. You set the boundaries, and if it's not. You know, and you, you have to well, do... That's, that's a problem with all methods of communicating. It, you know, if you take the right. pendulum or you take a recording and say, is there anybody out there? You're virtually right. asking anybody. That's you true. You know, you're not being very specific. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, we always use, when we do any type of communication, we, we only ask to speak the spirit that means there's no harm. Right. So that's, right. we have a little caveat there. Yeah. You know. But whatever. And And I... The interesting thing that I did catch from this, and was something that I truly have never heard of before, Mm -hmm. was the Zozo phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And I, so I I literally had no clue. So naturally, I Googled it. And uh, apparently, the Zozo phenomenon is basically a demon who comes through. It's alien. It's not alien. Yes, it is. It's his demon. Alien. Okay, Ron says alien, so what, whatever. Uh, but basically is, uh, spells alien. out Z-O-Z-O and does... Uh, M-O-U-S-E? Like a, a figure eight uh, is his, his, his M-O. Mm-hmm. And I had just never heard of that. And I guess there is a book... Uh, I'm sorry, I keep going, uh, I apologize. <laughs> Oh, I'm know. out of practice. <laughs> I'm out of practice. There is a book by Darren Evans called The Zozo Phenomenon, and I think that we'll probably tuck that away maybe for a future show. Yeah, we'll have to go on because, uh, you know, I, I heard it was an I alien, so, you know, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> so I had never heard of that, and I just wanted to mention it. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to talk about now, Ron? Well, you know, I've known Robert Murch for a a lot of time and he kind of got me hooked on this Ouija board stuff so I've become a little bit of a collector myself oh, okay oh so we I, I brought some of my oh favorite stuff we, I want to see all these okay. wonderful things so the first thing I want to <laughs> show you and, and this is my little cliff notes all right and they they I like you know everybody like collects Ouija boards and stuff and I have some here and I'm going to show them <laughs> but I like other things too, and you're gonna. This see is my some. collection. Yeah. Okay. So one. This is a this is a cool little <laughs> thing that came out, and let me. Can we hold that up for it? That way. Oh, that way. There we go. There Thank you, you go. Very much. Okay. So it, as you can read it, it says Ouija board answer book. Ouija right? answer book. And, and it's pretty fat. Okay. It so is. This is, and I have to look it on my little cheat sheet. This is uh, published in uh, 2009. All right. Okay, so it's not that old. It's 784 pages. Wow. And basically, it is a Ouija board. And okay, I'm gonna open it up so you can see that there's see numbers. Okay. We got numbers. All right. Letters. Oh no. Zuzu. Watch out, Zuzu. Zozo. Zuzu. Zozo. Yeah. Anyway. We don't let him in. So. That's one of them. I like this book. It's kind of cool. But... But what do we do? What, what do we do? Well, ask, me, the ask me a question. Uh, Good. Ask me a question. How old are you? Ask me a real question. Oh, a real question? Hmm. Something you want to know, not what I want to know. You oh, know what do I want to know about Ron, boys and girls? We'll uh, have Nate ask a question if you can't think of one. What are you going to eat for breakfast tomorrow? Well, All right. how complicated do you want it to be? Fine. So I'm going to be eating you. Excuse me? 
Why is he always inappropriate? That's what I Take said. It was a you, and then I got yes. You said excuse me. So you, it was spelling something <laughs> to goodbye. The letter U. That's goodbye. Goodbye. See, goodbye. Yes, goodbye. Okay, so. You That's what it came up was the letter U. All right. What could you possibly eat for breakfast? If Never mind. I'm done with that. You go Urchins. On. He's Fine. eating urchins for breakfast urchins. tomorrow morning. Whatever. All right. Fine. So books can be evil. So get That's your glasses. That's how old he is. No. Get your glasses. No. Why? I don't need them for this book. No, for this you do. This book's perfect. This is for you. Okay. Oh, my God. So Ouija He's boards. going to make me put my cheaters on. Yeah, whatever. Ouija boards are not getting all the bum raps, okay? Evidently, this Ouija board book is evil. Okay. So I have... Uh, Something that was posted on ghostvillage.com. Hey, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff thanks. Jeff Belanger, thank you very much. Why don't you just come down and do the show for us, too? That's all right. <laughs> Which uh, we're going to read. So this oh, is their experiences. We're going to read. Yep, we're going to read. I have to put my old lady glasses yeah, on all right, come right on. now. We only get so here many minutes. Here we go. Let's go. Aren't they stunning? Okay. All right. All right, here we go. When I was visiting my stepsister in Santa Cruz, California, a few months ago, we were at a bookstore and I saw the Ouija answer book and I decided to buy it. Big mistake. Later that night at her house with her boyfriend John and a male friend of theirs, we decided to try the book out. David. It works by asking a question and then randomly opening the book and it will open up to the same letters and responses on a Ouija board. Oh. The first question I asked was, is it possible to be dead without knowing it? Oh, good question. I lack. I'm sorry. I opened the book, and it opened to yes. My oh. stepsister asked if there were dead spirits in her house, and she opened to yes. <gasps> coincidentally. Scary. Their friend decided to leave after this, <laughs> saying that he didn't feel safe staying in the house because he felt there was a scary presence in the house. Oh, these spelling errors are killing me. Okay. <laughs> Grandma Nazi, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, he left right after that. We decided to not use the book anymore after that. After everyone went to bed, I went to the back room where I was staying. At about midnight, I decided to go to a Taco Bell nearby Why not? for a late at night midnight, dinner. Doesn't everybody go? go to Taco Bell at midnight? Okay, when I came back, there was a large closet just before the room where I was staying. As I walked by it, it opened, <gasps> and I could hear someone. Oh, my God. H-E-R-E. I could hear someone or something coming out of it. Oh. I ran to my room and closed the door and sat quietly in the room. <laughs> Eating my taco. <laughs> Eating my taco, Bell. Uh, wherever, whatever it is, excuse me, whatever it was, it left. Oh, thank God. Oh, but I believe it was the dead spirit we were communicating with earlier that night. I live in San Francisco, California, and I still use the book to communicate with spirits at my house. I am very careful with how I use it. If I feel if the dead spirit I am communicating with is trying to find me, to intentionally frighten me, I immediately stop using it. And bring tackles. And that's just what Karen Dahlman said. Just immediately put it away. Usually spirits will just answer questions, but sometimes they will try and trick me and make me think they are answering a question but they are actually trying to find me in my room to frighten me. Mm. I can always tell when they are doing this because I keep an open mind to everything they are saying. If anyone else has some spooky experiences with the Ouija answer book, please let me know. Wow. That was scary. All Taco right. Tacos were good, too. <laughs> and I had my own what experience. What happened to tacos? I, I remember an investigation. I know I'm getting taco hungry <laughs> now. Um, I, I remember doing an investigation. I think I talked about this before, but... Uh, we were uh, doing glass swirling, mm -hmm. and uh, Leslie Martin was with us, and the uh, things, she, all of a sudden she says, I think it wants to do Ouija board. And I said, well, I didn't bring a Ouija board. And then it just shot that way towards the edge, and it was a closet there. And guess what was in the closet? Stop. A Ouija board. So, seriously? Seriously. True story. Wow. Now, 
so we did the we I didn't do the Ouija board. Uh, Jeremy Donchamont and um, Leslie did the Ouija board, mm -hmm. and a bunch of stuff came to it, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. But it kept asking for me to go on the Ouija <laughs> board. So I said, I know. Yeah, Your whatever. presence was requested. requested. So did it keep spelling out R O N? It did. It actually started Ooh, calling for me. So, anyways, they completed their stuff, and I went on the Ouija board with Leslie, and the first thing it said was, "You die oh. tonight." So we asked, oh, well, well we, who's, it, who's it speaking to? And then it spelled my name out again, Ron. So, yep. So it, it threatened to, uh, then it told me I was going to die tonight, pretty much like that doll did uh, when my original show. Uh, oh. So, uh, yep. And you defied all odds. I defied all odds. Van Helsing is still here. He's still here. What do you know? Just goes to show there is free will, right? Yes, there is. There is free will. There is. There is free will. Unless I'm dead and Doesn't I don't mean know it. Doesn't mean Ouija board. Unless I'm dead and I don't know it. That's right. You're could dead be. and not know it. Could be. So anyways, I got some other cool stuff I yes. want to show. Yes, come on, because we only, you know, we haven't got all night here. Yeah, I know. So here's another one. This this one I just received. It just... Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, The Olympia ESP board. Do you want to read... Well, yeah, this is the Olympia... ESP board. Um, it was 1966. So uh, here you go. And we hold the, the box up for it. Oh, okay. Whoop, that way. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd it go? Oh, there it goes. There it is. All, All right, right. So it's got a cool box, right? Yeah, that All is right. a cool box. Stay there. Stay it's, there. It's, uh, I'm opening the box. Very Greek looking. And it comes with. Oh. A 45. You know what a 45 is? Yes. How do you know what a 45 I, is? I still had those in my lifetime. Yes. Hey, kids. We have kids on the set. Hey, kids, do you know what this is? Yeah, wait a minute. Down here. you got to hold it down here. You know what this is? <laughs> it is a record. They know what it is. They know it's a record. And it's music to it's play. It's a bitty bitty record. It's a music to play okay. the Ouija board by. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Okay. And here is the actual Ouija board. Ooh, and look at the planchette. And look at the planchette. You can show the planchette. You've got mail. <laughs> Isn't that what used to be on AOL? There was a little hand? Yeah, sure. Okay. So that's, that's one of my favorite. Used to pick your nose. <laughs> <laughs> give me that back. Put that Put back. Put it back on the wide shot. No. Give me it. <laughs> give me it. You're not playing with my toys. Isn't that what they're here for? No. So, all right. What else have we got? What else have we got? They have other cool things, which is uh, card games. So we have the book, okay, right? and we have the Ouija boards. All this, right. this is a bunch of Ouija boards. Now, if I have time, I'll show some more. All right, we got, we got, we got is, a few more minutes here. This is another one. This is a actual card game. Oh, that, that look. Oh, okay. There's and you can see it's score. not even opened. Where am I? Oh, we got over it over there. Okay. Okay. Ouch, I've got to hold it up. See, it's a thing, and you can you can take a look at that. Right. See? And it's got little disky happy things. Little no, you can read little things on it. Happy oh, you little can't. sun and moon. Okay. You, you can put your cheetahs on, you can actually see what it's on the back of that. On the back of the card? Yeah, without opening it. Oh, why do you want to make me look see? old, Van Helsing? And it has, they're not going to see it because we're, like we're in close-up. We're in close-up. And it's, oh. they have these discs, and this one has numbers on it, and this one has letters on it. On the back of this first card, it says, the character of your future mate. Woo! Okay. See? A so through Z. So. It would spell it out. Right. The control, the control room crew is now hysterical. Okay? Uh -uh. I'm not quite sure why, but yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, so I'm what looking, do we do? I'm looking yeah. at this one, and it says, uh, your principles of virtue. You have <laughs> You have none. That was the answer. <laughs> Give me that. That's why they're laughing. N. It would go straight to N for none. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. So that's, that's one of them. And there's another one. This is another one. This is I just acquired as well. Oh, that was, uh, by the way, yes. uh, let me tell you what that one was. That was the Oracle. Is that the Oracle? Yes, that was the Oracle. That was 1998. It was from 1998. 1998. 1998. Oh, it's not even that old. Okay. Oh, excuse me. 1998 is how many years? Well, okay. How many years? Uh, uh, how many years? Maybe. Uh, it's kind of. A lot. Okay. All right. What's the next one? Because we're still stuck on a shot of your lap. 
Well, my lap is so I know, enticing. it's exciting. We have another <laughs> Thank card. Thank you. We have another <laughs> now card. Now he's going to show another thing. Yeah. All right. So we have another card game, uh, which is, hold it up for you guys. Ouija. Ouija and mystifying cards. Ah. Okay. Okay. And they, you can see them. They're here. Because originally we had, it was uh, yes. Ouija, the mystifying oracle. And it has I letters. Believe. It has yeah, the mystifying stop oracle. all over it. And it, it's a card game, basically. And we played this up at, uh, uh, what was that thing? In Search of Spirit. Uh -huh. That spiritual retreat we went to. Oh. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. So th that was another one that we did. And so this, uh, this also is like a... Uh, a you know. Ouija, or, yeah, it's... Um, you yeah. ask questions? You ask questions. Well, okay. this one's a little different. It, it's kind of a use your intuition as well. Mm -hmm. So you would think of a question, right? Right. And we dish out the cards, and uh, you have your question, right? Mm -hmm. And then you would tell me, of course, I grabbed the wrong card. <laughs> you would tell me, because they're face down, okay. whether it would be... A yes, a no, or greater than a number, or lesser than a number was before, or white, or black. And All then right. you continue to proceed using your intuition till eventually you would have a certain number of cards out there and it mm -hmm. would spell out your answer to. Oh. Yep. So you would use your intuition to select the answer. Huh. So All right. It's kind of a fun game. That sounds interesting. Anyway, we have that one. Now we have something Now that we have something that you would like. Okay. And if we can have uh, this is also one of these Ouija games. And and we had the Kabbalah. Remember the Kabbalah we had? We had the Kabbalah. Don't touch yet. Yeah. Don't oh. touch. Don't touch. Wow. Go touch my stuff. Fine. I don't want to touch your stuff. Fine. Uh, this is the Mystic Eye. Okay. It is from uh, 1953. All right. That's very old. Yes, very old. Okay. Predates me. Okay. Made in 1953 by Mr. B Industries. Mr. B. Yep. Okay. Mystic Eye claims to be a powerful oracle and potty game good for psychoanalysis, lie detecting, locating lost items, ah. and determining the sex of your unborn child. Oh, okay. It does it all. All right. Mystic Eye uses psycho-activated pendulum right up your thing and a master chart right. to tap in the consciousness okay. and subconscious right. and superconscious of super the mind yes to, super consciousness yep, to die divine into the unknown super consciousness unlike okay. the kreskin evsp game it came across a few months back with this what i don't know whatever yeah We'll leave that part out. Yeah, we'll leave that we part out. We haven't got all night. Okay. So, so anyways. Finish up. This is the, <laughs> the game. Can we show that? Bingo. There we go. Right. That's a very cool Hang cover. Hang on. Stay, stay there. Stay there. Stay right there. Stay right Don't there. Don't go away. And it comes with the little pendulum thing. Oh, that's so clever. So I'm going to have you do this. Okay. This is the mystic guy. See all, knows all, tells all. Okay. Okay? All right. So you put this on your lap. Okay. All right. You can do your pendulum over it. All right. Okay. We switch over here now. Can we close it on? Well, how can I? I, I can't. What? Can't what? Just do okay. it. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So I hold my pendulum in the middle here. Yes. Okay. Ask a, think of a question. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mr. Guy, see all. Know all. Hey, look tell at this. As soon as my pendulum went over this, it just like went absolutely motionless. Really? Can you see? Can you see how it's just like straight? See how it's, it's just vibrating. like vibrating? Yes. That's it's getting the answer. Pretty cool. It's coming in. Oh, all it's right. moving now. Well, I that's because I moved. Yeah, fine, whatever. I'm not moving. All right, so I, I have to think of a question. You're supposed to think it before you put it on, but that's fine. Oh, all right. You can tell us the question, you know. Oh, okay. What will I have for dinner? What is you and food? I'm hungry. Jeez. What is, what now, already, now my pendulum is going around in a circle. Uh-huh. Right away. Uh-huh. Now, is it supposed to swing in the direction of one particular 
Yes. Okay, well, it's telling me yes. Good. There you go. So you're going to have something for dinner. Okay, but all I see on the board, I see the months, and then I see numbers, and I see yes, no, yes, no. Well, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. All right. Let's, let's ask a different question. Oh, it does come with questions, too, by the way. Okay. And very good ones as well. Shoot one at me, man. You really want to know? Yeah. Is your wife a good cook? No. <laughs> How about, uh, is my husband a good cook? Okay. What is it? Saying yes. There you go. No, no, no. It has to go either this way or that way. It's not going any way. Well, you don't know. Oh, Mr. Guy, tell me the answer to my question. Okay. Do you no. do you throw tantrums when you get don't get your own way? Hmm, I can answer that do one. Do I, I throw tantrums I when I don't pendulum. get my own way? Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. Hmm. It's still saying yes. I'll tell you what, though. I'm not getting any specific answers on this board, I don't think. Yeah, sure. Are you a hypochondriac? Oh, look, it just switched to no. Really? Look at it. It's going up and down now. Okay. So no. it's got numbers now. Really? How many times do you kiss your husband a day? Look at that. It went right to the zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the uh, mystifying uh, we only have We only have a couple minutes left, so yeah, so we're going to so, wrap that up. So we didn't even that's get interesting. We didn't it's even interesting. get into the other ones. Oh, I do okay. think that's funny that my pendulum re immediately reacted uh, in that fashion. And of course, this is my favorite one, and we, I know we are running Barbie board. Yeah, this the Barbie was, board. This was... Uh, you know, really cool. This came out. No, where is this thing? Uh, oh, hey, we got to wrap it up. Oh, we do? Well, we've got two minutes, right? All right, we got two. We have, uh, like two minutes. All right, so my, my Ouija board Bobby one, which is really cute. That is so cute. Oh, I man. love my, and it comes with a carrying case as well, which I take I take to all he my jama parties. <laughs> I take it to all my jama parties, and it comes with this oh, lovely little... That. Pink cards. You can grab one of those. Okay. And in the lovely pink board, look at that. What oh. is my best physical feature? That's the first is question. This, okay. Let me try it. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid. I'm really no. afraid. No, I don't have a good. I don't have a best physical I don't feature. Know. Give me okay. another one. Um, let's see. Uh, my secret admirer is. E. <laughs> All right, go back to the wide shot, will D. you? Come on. It's Ed. Ed. My secret admirer is Ed. Who's Ed? Oh my God, the custodian. You oh, gotta just stop see? that. It's all true. It's the, the your secret's out party. now, Ed. <laughs> I like Ed. He's a nice guy. See, I but like, I'm married. But they have the questions, which is really neat. Yeah, that's you know, cute. Sometimes you get stuck on questions. You get another one. Who thinks I am the coolest person they know? What are you taking the easiest? Ones? Oh, look! Everybody in the control room just raised their hands. <laughs> I think that was. I give up. <laughs> I give up. Here's your questions back. Why are we out of time? But we are out of time. We got to wrap it up. No way. We do. Oh, we man. do. We have to go. Oh. But we uh, we have enjoyed sharing all our uh, vast knowledge of the Ouija. Mm-hmm. The Ouija. Hey, come well, on, we gotta go. Well, the volunteer for the Peace Corps. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yes, ever speak please. to me again. No. Yes. But, well, you know, thank you guys, and uh, you know, we love you. This was our 30th episode. Was and it really? And it was. That was 29 we too many. We are looking forward to <laughs> another 30 more. So, good night, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Happy Ouija!
From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.